Welcome to the Unbusy Your Life podcast, where each week you will learn the tips, tools, strategies, and mindset of productivity. This isn't time management. This is personal management because the solution to your scheduling, time, and productivity issues is you and how you show up in your time. Hi, I'm Neil Williams, life coach and productivity expert, and I am going to help you become the best you in your 24 hours so you can get all the things done and live the exact life you want. Get ready to unbusy your life. Number 68 of Unbusy Your Life podcast. I'm so excited to be here with you today. Where are we? Are we enjoying a gorgeous spring walk? Maybe a beautiful cup of coffee? You know that coffee is like one of my obsessions, right? I literally get delighted when I think about sitting down to my morning cup of joe. Edge, my husband, yes, his name is Edge. That is the name on his birth certificate. He's just that cool of a dude. He and I talk about this all the time. We recently went to Joshua Tree where we were hiking over spring break. If you've ever been to Joshua Tree, the hiking is pretty cool. It's like old, there's these giant rock formations and you just get to like scramble up them and climb them. And so it was super fun, even though my mommy heart had like minor heart attacks as my son and my nephew were climbing these really high, like... I mean, hundreds of feet in the air, rock formations. It was an amazing time. We had so, so much fun. Anyway, we went to Joshua Tree and we learned about this coffee shop outside the park. It is pretty famous for their amazing coffee. So of course, (laughs) we had to stop and get some. And it did not disappoint. I love finding new and different coffees around the world in our travels. And I have to tell you that some of the best coffee I ever had was in Hawaii and in Costa Rica. Like I literally still talk about the coffee that I had in Costa Rica. (laughs) It was so amazing. I love the small out of the way shops, not the big chains. So if you have a coffee suggestion for me, I would love to hear it. What do you drink and where do you get it? Just DM me at Neil Williams coach and let me know all the things about the coffee that you're drinking. If you're a coffee drinker. So today we're going to wrap up our deep dive into our illusions of time, your story, your belief system about time with really talking about all the feels that you have about it. We have some really strong feelings about time. Just like we have some really strong feelings about money, which we will dive into next month. So remember the freedom meter that I talked to you about two episodes ago in the illusion of time episode? Well, I want you to go back to that and think about where you were on that scale. Where are you on that scale? Were you less than five or above five? So five would kind of be like a neutral place on that scale where you don't feel controlled by time. You don't like make decisions based on the amount of time you have or you don't have. It's just kind of like, it's what is, it's like gravity, but you don't have like a strong emotional charge about time. So feelings, let me give you some examples. Feelings that you likely experience if you're on the scale below five are feelings like resentment, obligation, scarcity, insecurity, 
lack of control, worry, stress, because these are all ones that would reflect that you feel really controlled or at the effect of time or what you perceive to be a lack of time. Now, feelings above five on the scale are more like calm and certain and confident and in charge and in control, abundant. And of course, at the very end of the scale, freedom. The most common misperception about time is that more of it creates more freedom. This is what I call the feeling paradox. But freedom is a feeling, and all feelings are created from the inside of us, not from the external things. So not the amount of time that you have or don't have. Because remember, we don't really actually own time. It's not something that you like have or don't have because it's defined to be the passage of events from past to present to future. So when you say that you have time or you don't have time, it's like saying that you like own the sun or gravity. You don't have it. It just exists. The problem is that we have outsourced so much of our feelings to the idea, this illusion of having it or not having it, or that there's a little amount of it or a lot of it. And what I want to help you in this episode is for to help you start to deconstruct this so that you can start to own your feelings about it, regardless of how much or how little of it you think that you have. Now, To do that, we have to talk about why you feel the way you do and how once you understand that, then you'll understand the key to how you can start feeling differently right now. Like literally today, listening to this episode, you could feel completely free in your time if you wanted to, instead of feeling controlled by it or feeling resentful of not having enough. Before I dive into where feelings come from and why you feel the way you do and how we can change it so you can feel any way that you want, I want you to stop and listen to this first. The less or more time idea just gives you permission to experience the feelings that are already inside of you. Feelings like accomplished, proud, fulfilled, in control, calm, or maybe even relaxed. The idea of more time or an abundance of time just gives you permission to feel this way. Okay, you're probably going to have to listen to that a couple times to digest it. It's not when you get stuff done that you get to feel accomplished. This is the paradox. It's when you feel accomplished that then you get it all done. Now, this is super counterintuitive. I totally get it. But it is, if you can get this, it's what will change how you perceive time and what you get done in it. So I'm going to say this one more time so you can hear it. It's not when I get stuff done that then you get to feel accomplished. It doesn't work that way. The way that it works is when you feel accomplished first, 
then you're going to get it all done. It's the opposite of what you probably have been operating from. And we're going to dissect it. So I'll show you exactly how this is true. So if you've been waiting around to feel a sense of accomplishment for getting all the things done, that magic day when everything gets crossed off your list or you follow your plan to a T, you've been doing it wrong. You have to feel accomplished ahead of time. You have to feel accomplished first in order to create that experience where you get everything done, where everything is crossed off your list, where you created the plan and you followed it exactly. (laughs) I know this is flipping your brain a little bit and that's okay. If that is happening, just know that you're on the right track. Okay. This is probably not the way that you've thought about this before. And that's why my program in my mastermind, this is one of the most powerful concepts that I teach because it literally changes the way that you approach how you feel in your time. You're not waiting for things to be crossed off and done to feel the way you want. You're feeling the way you want first so that you can get that result of having everything crossed off. All right, so let's dissect this. Let's break this down. First, I need to teach you about where your feelings come from. I've talked about this on the show before, but I want to do a quick review about it again. And even if you've heard me explain it before, it is really important and I think pivotal to hear it again and again and again, because it is not the message that you most likely got when you were growing up about your feelings. Most likely you were told that feelings were outside of you. They were created by people or things or situations outside of you that you were just like at the effect of those things for how you felt. Of all the concepts that I teach, this is one of the most difficult ones to really get and apply, especially on your own without having a coach help you with it. Here we go. Feelings are created by thinking. They do not come from the number of hours you have or don't have. They don't come from what you get done or don't get done. They don't come from your kids, your team, your mom. Nobody or no thing outside of you creates your feelings for you. You do that. And the way it works is that your brain interprets all of these things the people, the time, the number of hours, what you get done or don't get done. And these interpretations are just statements or phrases in your mind. They are what trigger your feelings. Now, let me give you a quick example to demonstrate this. So let's take the example of the 30-hour work week where you get all your work done in 30 hours. Now, one brain might interpret this as, I'm so productive and feel really proud because of this thought. Another brain might think this is way too much and feel discouraged because of it. And another brain might think I should work more and feel guilty because they're only working 30 hours. Do you see how the interpretation of the 30-hour work week is just based on the phrase that your brain offers you And that that is the thing that creates the feeling. The 30-hour work week doesn't create the feeling. If it did, we would all feel the same way about it, right? We would all feel either proud or excited, but we don't. 30 hours to you, based on the way your brain interprets it, 
is going to make you feel one way versus for me, it might make me feel a different way. I have several clients who are working 15 or 20 hours per week. So if I told them you have to work 30 hours per week, they would feel really discouraged because they would be like, I don't want to work that much. That's too much for me. Their brains would interpret it in a very different way. So understanding feelings is really like learning a new language, right? It is like there's verbiage that you're probably not familiar with. There's a lot of vocabulary in learning feelings, like what feelings are. Feelings are just one word emotions. And the feeling is just the vibration in your body that starts in your brain. Your brain triggers it by the interpretation or the meaning that it makes of something in your world. And then you experience it in your body as a vibration. I think I've given this example before that overwhelm for me is a feeling that the vibration for my body is a heaviness on my chest. And if it's really intense, I'll also get a pit in the, in my stomach. And for me, anxiety is very much a pit in my stomach. So your body would likely have a different vibration. It might feel a little different for you than it does for me. So now that you know that feelings are created from the way that your brain interprets your world, the people, the time, the amount of money, the business, all of it, let's go back to our main example. Getting things done is not creating the feeling of accomplishment. It's the thought, I got it all done, that creates it, or I'm getting it all done, that creates the feeling of accomplishment. Does that make sense? So it's not that you got everything done that makes you feel accomplished. It's the thought, I know exactly how to get this done, or I'm getting this done, or my favorite is, it's done. I just decide that. Once I make my plan, I'm like, it's done. And then I feel accomplished the whole time I'm actually in the process of knocking the things off and checking them off and getting them done. Okay, so we've solved for the first part of this, that it's not the doneness outside of you that creates the feeling of accomplished. It's your accomplished thoughts that create the feeling of accomplished. Let's look at the second half of this, which is it's the feeling of accomplishment that gets it all done. So here's how this works. Your thoughts create your feelings and your feelings fuel your actions. So when you think about the quality of the fuel for your actions, you want to think about what feelings you want to take action from. So for instance, do you want to take action from stress and from overwhelm and from scarcity or obligation? What would that be like for you? Like what would you do from those emotions versus if you take action from a feeling of accomplished, which is the higher quality fuel. (laughs) Gold star if you answered accomplished, right? You're so much more likely to get more done and be more productive if you fuel your action from feeling accomplished before you start taking action on getting to work. So it's the feeling of accomplished first that gets the things done more effectively and more efficiently. You have to practice feeling accomplished while you're working because that is high quality fuel. 
That is going to fuel you to be super productive and create more value output in your hours. That makes sense? So your thoughts create your feelings and your feelings fuel your action. So if you're fueling your actions from accomplished, you're going to get more done. Now, coming back full circle to the freedom meter, I want you to think about this. Where do you want to be on that scale? If you want to be at a 10 and feel free, all you have to do is create and think freeing thoughts. If you want to feel calm, you only have to think calming thoughts about time. Right now, if you feel controlled or in obligation in your time, it's because you have thinking that is repetitively spinning around in your brain, creating these feelings for you. So here are some examples of some common thoughts that lead to the feeling of being controlled or the feeling of obligation. I have to. I can't. I don't want to fill in the blanks for any of those three prompts. And some examples of thoughts that create the feeling of accomplished or free. Here we go. I only do what I want. I get what I want done. Time is on my side. I have plenty of time for what I want. Do you see the difference in the flavor of these thoughts and the feelings that these thoughts create? I want you to stop for just a hot second here, and I want you to drop into one of the, an example of each of these. So if you think the thought, I have to fill in whatever the blank is, I have to work extra. I have to work evenings. How do you feel when you think that way? Probably not the feeling that is going to drive a lot of productive behavior, right? But if you think the thought instead, I have plenty of time for what I want, you probably feel more free. And you can say that to yourself, one of those thoughts to yourself, close your eyes and just drop into how does it feel in your body when you think that way? I only do what I want probably feels more in control, more in charge. So your homework assignment for this week is to decide how you want to feel in regards to your time and create a few thoughts on purpose to feel this way anytime you want. This is a skill that I call thought planning. And I teach this in my Unbusy Entrepreneur Mastermind. Yes, you can plan how you want to think and feel intentionally. You can plan anything you want. Like think about all of the things that we plan in our lives, vacations and school schedules and our work and when we're going to yoga or when we're sleeping or when we're going to the grocery store. When you stop and think about it, the most important thing is how you think and feel. That is the driver of your behavior and the results that you create in your life. So why would we not apply planning to that most important part of our life? The way you think and feel is some of the most important planning you could ever do. Now, 
If you are having a hard time, you're maybe struggling a little bit with coming up with thoughts that make you feel the way that you want to do. Here is a quick exercise that you can do. Imagine that you have a schedule where you are doing everything you want to do in your time. You have the exact life and lifestyle that you want to live. What are you thinking? And how does that thinking feel? Whatever came up for you, write those down and practice them. Plan to think them on purpose so you can feel the way that you want to feel anytime that you want, regardless of how many hours you have or don't have, because that's just an illusion. Having a certain number of hours or not having a certain number of hours is a complete illusion and story in your brain, and it does not matter. What matters is how you choose to think about your hours, how you choose to feel in your hours, because those that combination of thought and feeling is going to drive your behavior. What you do, how you show up, and how you show up and what you do is what is going to create your results, whether you get a lot done or you get everything you want done or not. So remember this, it's not getting the things done that creates the feeling of accomplished. It's the feeling of accomplished first that is going to drive the action of getting the things done. This is the feeling paradox. Flip it on its head this week so that you can feel better and get more done. Okay, if you want more help with this kind of thing, if you're struggling with the way that you're feeling in your time and you have a story about time and that story is really intermingled with your money story, as I've kind of pointed out over the last couple of podcasts, I want to invite you to join me in my unbusy entrepreneur mastermind. All you need to do is go to my website at www.neilwilliams.com. Click on the link to get all the details for when the July round is starting and to apply to grab your spot. Okay, go out and plan on purpose how you want to think and feel this week so that you get everything done. Have a beautiful, unbusy week, everyone. I'll talk to you next week.